All right, guys, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. How's it going out there today? It is Sunday, October 17th, 2021, and I am your host, Don Q. How's it going out there today, guys? I've got a lot of stuff to go over today. I'm very animated. I'm unfortunately back from vacation, but what that means is I'm going to be ramping up the shows. We're doing at least three this week, uh, depending on how the subject matters and whatnot falls. It might be four. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm still trying to keep these shows under an hour, and uh, by that, I'm going to have to quit babbling. So let's get to our first sponsor today, and that is Redcon1.com. Check them out. Great supplement company out of here, out of Florida here. Um, great stuff. I use all their stuff. My cupboard is packed. Protein powders, creatines. Uh, just put another order in yesterday. Uh, so make sure you click the link at the bottom of the page, whether you're watching me on YouTube or on the podcast apps. I'll have the links on the bottom of the page. Uh, click those. Use the promo code T20Cortimus. Get 20% off all your products and stuff that you get there. I'm telling you, if you don't buy anything else, get their protein powders. Get their pre-workout if you hit the gym like I do. Um, Total War. It's great stuff. Um, I mean, you can also get uh, the Total War. You can get it at Walmart, but you will not save 20% because it's about the same price at Walmart as it is on online. Therefore, 20% off, and you'll save a little bit of money. All right, our three stories of today are, you know, I remember when Biden, when he was running for president, said he wasn't going to raise your taxes if you made over $400,000. we are going to get into that. Also, is uh, China running beach landing military drills? And if they are, why? And uh, thirdly, how is Biden's health? I mean, really, how is his health? And fourthly, unfortunately, we're going to get into some COVID talk because that's what we do. But we will end the show with a feel-good story of the day. So let's get into it. Before I start talking about the stories, I want to remind everybody of our website, DontTreadOnAmerica.com. Please go to the website, guys. It's one-stop shop for all everything you want to know about the show. If you want to get in contact with me, you can uh, subscribe to the page. Uh, you can email me. You can say whatever you want to me. I don't care. It also has the links for all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. So you can see this pretty face if you want to. And if you don't, you can just hear the sultry voice on the podcast. That is great. Check out the links. And please, guys, if you're listening to this on Apple, if you could give me a five-star rating, smash that like button, hit that five-star, and please share this with your friends. And on YouTube, please subscribe and also share this on your personal social media pages. And let's just get this word out. I want to thank everybody. Uh, earlier this week, we hit four over 4,000. We're about to hit 4,100 downloads. Uh, it doesn't, might not seem like much compared to the big boys, but to me, I think it's a big deal. Um, we've picked up in the month and a half or so that I've been doing this by myself uh, about 1,000 downloads. So I appreciate everybody out there for listening. And if you're sharing it with your like-minded friends, I appreciate that also. And if we could just keep that going. One other thing on the website, guys, I put a blog page on there. And what I'm going to try and do is anything we talk about, if I if it's an oddball story from a website or whatever, I'm going to go ahead and put that on the blog. Therefore, you know, th you know, I have a tendency to skip around. I might not read everything word for word. But that way you guys can um, go and check out the stories yourself. All right. On to our first story of the day. And we're going to talk about our fearless leader, Dipshit McGee. Remember when he uh, had this to say back in uh, earlier in the year? The reason I'm bothering to do this is I keep hearing on the press, Biden's going to raise your taxes. Anybody making less than $400,000 a year will not pay a single penny in taxes. And we will not increase the deficit either, unlike the last gigantic tax cut, which increased the deficit by $2 trillion. It's about balancing the system. They're really showing themselves to do really well. Come on, man. Come on, man. He is so full of shit. It's almost... Oh, hello. It is almost... <laughs> I want to say not funny, but none of this is funny. None of this at all 
is a uh, funny situation. And um, where is that at? There we are. Okay. Um, so he says, uh, no one making over 400000 taxes is going to be raised in the whatever uh, deficit, blah, 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 right? All right, so I've been doing some researching because uh, we all know he's full of shit. And I'm going to call him on it because that's what I do. And here it is. Okay. As we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now, right? Um, everything costs more, right? So the infl- uh, inflation, inflation, <laughs> the inflation rate in this uh, country has steadily increased since the beginning of the year, right? So in January of this year, so we're just talking since Dipshit McGee's been president. So in January of this year, the inflation rate was at a 1.4%. Okay. Um, since then, February 1.7, March 2.6. Okay. So that's still, you know, raising at about half a percent or so, or percent a, a month, which is a lot. But in April, it jumped to 42 May 5%, June 5.4, July 5.4, August 5.3, September 5.4. So it's been holding steady at a 5.4. What that means is inflation, as inflation goes up, the, as you guys well are well aware of this, if anybody that is listening to this or watching me goes to the grocery store, goes to Walmart, wherever you go, everything costs more, right? Whether it's uh, your food, your toilet paper, your gas, whatever it is. So the cost of goods has rose, I, I want to say it's around 15% on average. So if you take everything and average it out, some things have, haven't gone up as much as others and so on and so forth. So it's around a 15 17% increase of goods this year so far. So let's assume we're not going to raise taxes, okay? And what he means by that, he's, he's not going to say, if you're making... $30,000 a year and you're paying a 10% tax rate, it's going to stay 10%. We're not going to raise it to 12%. That's what he means by we're not going to raise your taxes. But in actuality, he's raising your taxes. You're paying more at the pump. You're paying more at the grocery store. You're paying more whatever you do. Whatever you do, if you go out to dinner, if you go, you know, we went on vacation, it costs more. It costs more than it used to go. And uh, to me, those are taxes. Um, And on top of that, what's really pissing me off is it's costing more and you're getting shittier shittier service, right? We went out to eat the other night. Cost more. Shitty service. Food was cold. I was pissed. You know, I sent all the food back at the table, told them to recook it. Don't heat it up. I want it recooked. And and then they still wanted to charge us full price. And I was like, I don't think so. The, The standards... Of service, no matter what you do, if you're where, if you're going out to dinner, if you're going to the grocery store, wherever you do, the standards of service is sucking. And I try not to get upset over this because I I want to understand that these business owners and managers and whatever are dealing with such a shortage of people that you're you're basically taking what you can get uh, a warm body, so to speak, and. But as a consumer, it's unacceptable because you're spending your hard-earned money at these places and you expect the quality of, uh, of, you know, like I said, a standard of service. And it's just not out there anymore. And I think that's a couple of things. That standard of service, you want to go out to eat, for example, and enjoy your meal and have a nice meal and a nice warm meal, cold beer, whatever you drink. And enjoy it. And if it costs a little more, you probably don't mind as much. But not only is it costing more, but you're getting shittier service and it really sucks. But, um, so when he goes into his little thing about, um, corporate taxes and, and making the, the fat cats pay and, uh, well, these people, you know, companies like Walmart and, you know, major grocery stores and companies like that, they, they're not, the owners and the, the the people that run these business aren't millionaires or sometimes billionaires because they're stupid, right? So, like when Trump was in office, 
he actually tried would tax the companies that would did built their products overseas. The idea was to get it back here in America, right? Like years ago it was all about being built in America, right? And then as, you know, Clinton was in and Obama, you know, it was cheaper to build cars in Mexico. It was cheaper to to build iPhones in, you know, China. It was cheaper to do all this stuff. Hell, I, I told you guys on the last, it was here the last show, show before that in America, you buy your can, your vegetables or whatever, whatever brand you buy is picked in America, whatever, wherever, whatever region of the country, green beans and corn and whatever is picked, packaged and then shipped to China to be canned, to be shipped back, which is part of your food supply shortage in the grocery stores is because that shit's sitting in a boat out in the middle of the ocean, if China even decided to send, it, it boggles my mind once I learned this, that we as a, as a country, as a, as a superpower, allow our food to go to our enemy, so to speak, to, uh, to have them handle our food. That just doesn't seem right. I, I, it's idiot logic. I, I'd rather pay a little bit more and have, know the shit was done here. And for life, man, I just can't imagine it's cheaper to pick it here package it, ship it over there for them to can it and ship it back. It's got to be cheaper or they wouldn't be doing it. But why? Why is it cheaper? How much cheaper could it possibly be? At any rate, these companies, you can raise their fucking taxes all day long. All they're going to do is trickle that shit right down to the consumer, which in turn is your tax. You see what I'm saying with this? For him to sit there and say, I'm not going to raise taxes on 400 which I don't, I don't know what the percentage is, but I would assume at least 50% or probably more of this country makes under $400,000 a year. But we're going to tax the rich. We're going to tax the 1%. We, we want them to pay their fair share. The problem is, is those people aren't millionaires. Those one percenters aren't one percenters because they're stupid, right? So, and then as far as the... Uh, the uh, build back better crap that he's talking about isn't going to add anything to the uh, to the deficit because they're they're touting this as it's already paid for. It's already paid for. We just need to sign. Okay, if it was already paid for, how is it already paid for? Number one, like I have yet to hear one fucking news person say how how is it paid for? You say that three point five trillion or whatever number they're throwing at the wall is paid for. How is $3.5 trillion paid for? No one can answer that question, right? All in all, the Build Back Better program could, would basically raise, raise the GDP 3%, and um, the deficit would rise above 8% of that, and would raise the deficit damn near $3 trillion over the next 10 years. So... We're going to borrow money from ourselves, print money essentially, which causes inflation, more inflation, which causes the rise of goods, which causes, guys, I'm telling you, I'm really, I don't want to keep talking about the same shit, but 19, <laughs> 1922 Germany, okay, 1922 Germany, hyperinflation, okay, we are knocking on the door of hyperinflation. And it's not going to be an instant situation where it's going to go from 5 to 100. It's going to matriculate down the road where it's going to go 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 20, you know. And then all of a sudden, if we're seeing this from January to October now, that the price of goods have, have raised 5%, you know, you know, it's up from this time last year, what I say, 15, 17% and inflation has gone up 5% this year alone in 10 months, in nine months, this dude's been president. What do you think is going to be like a year from now? I mean, yeah, he says the supply chains are going to be fixed, but I'm telling you right now, it's not that easy. The regulations in California are part of the problem when it comes to the trucking industry. If you watch the news, and I don't care who you watch, if they happen to show 
the shipping yards in California, wherever LA, Long Beach, wherever they're at, they're um, they've pretty much unloaded what they can unload. It's getting the shit off the dock onto trucks down the road. I saw on uh, Fox this weekend one of the anchors there asked, uh, I think the the guy I don't want to say it was in Virginia. They were talking to a DOT guy in Virginia about um, lowering the uh, the age of, you know, because you have to be 21 to have a CDL. So uh, let's lower the age of a driver. So, I mean, hell, there's not many 18, 19, 20-year-olds that can drive a vehicle very good, but let's let them drive a, you know, 30-fucking-thousand-pound uh, semi hauling, you know, whatever. And even if that would help the problem the problem is now you can't legitimately take some 18 year old kid and say we're gonna teach him or her how to drive a semi put them behind the wheel and expect them to get from california to you know wherever safely without killing themselves or god forbid anyone else right so um, taxes are going up in the sense of, of goods are going up. You've always heard that no new taxes. Well, it's, it's a play on words. Okay. It's all about the, um, <laughs> technically we didn't raise taxes. It's just everything else costs more. Or if they raise, like I said, if they raise taxes on corporate taxes, your shit's going up too. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Second story of the day. Uh, China, right? I've been talking about China for a couple of weeks now. And it's nice to see that the uh, the the people that aren't a part-time podcaster are starting to catch up with the old PCGC here. But, uh, yeah, China the other day says uh, military drills in Ty- near Taiwan are just a uh, action to protect peace. So... Um, China says military drills near Taiwan are just action to protect peace as tensions continue to rise between the country and the democratically run island. Um, They are are absolutely just actions, says this guy with a bunch of syllables. May Makakoma. I don't know his name. I'm not even going to try. It's May. I don't know if it's a he. It says spokesman. So there you go. Spokesman for China's Taiwan Affairs Office said following... A series of military drills in Taiwan's air defense identification zone at the beginning of October. Um, Sorry. May is uh, blaming Taiwan's ruling Democratic Progressive Party and the United States for increasing tension with Taiwan's defense minister, saying tensions are at their highest in 40 40 years. The DPP authorities' hyping of so-called military threat of the mainland is completely overt, right, and wrong, and bogus accusation. If the DPP authorities obstinate, damn, I cannot read today, obstinately persist in going about things the wrong way and do not know how to draw back from the edge, it will only push Taiwan into more dangerous situations. He yeah. has. So <laughs> basically, last month, or I think it was end of September, beginning of October, they did these air defense where they were flying into Taiwan's um, air, you know, air area. Uh, now they're doing beach landing drills. Not they're not landing on the beach at Taiwan. They're landing on their own beaches. But my, if it's a if it's a way to protect peace, my question is this: If you want to play your war games, if you want to um, fly your planes and do whatever, that's fine. Do that shit in your own country. China's a big fucking country. You got plenty of airspace to fly. You don't need to fly over Taiwan. If you're practicing beach drills, uh, why? If you if if it's under under the guise of protecting peace, you don't need to do beach landings. You would need to do beach aversions, right? If you're China and you have a beach, I'm assuming there's beaches in China, right? You would you would want to, from a peace standpoint, your your idea is to stop um, people from invading your land, like Taiwan's going to invade them, I guess. So why are you practicing beach landings? 
Would it be because Taiwan's an island and you want to land on their beach? Why are you running air defense drills over Taiwanese airspace? Is it because you're trying to spy on them or gain a tactical advantage over their airspace? More than likely. But then in typical flip-flop fashion, let's blame <laughs> Taiwan. It's almost like a, a battered wife syndrome. It's almost like uh, China is the uh, angry, drunken husband, right? And Taiwan is the uh, battered wife. And and Taiwan just, or uh, China's constantly just beating the shit, or not even beating the shit, because obviously nothing physical has happened yet. It's more of a mental fuckery. It's more of a downgrading and whatever the 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 wife in this situation being Taiwan and then what's going to happen is sooner or later Taiwan's going to get punched in the eye by China and then China's going to blame Taiwan and be like you you made me do this you made me do this not to mention i don't know if you saw this but this came out on Twitter yesterday um back in August China launched a rocket hypersonic rocket capable of a nuclear payload that actually orbited the earth at hypersonic speeds and hit a target in China, only missing it by two dozen um, feet. Now that two, you know, you figure 20, I think it was 12, 24, 25 feet is what, what I read that the target, it was missed the target. So they launched a rocket from China it circled the earth at hypersonic speed. So no one, we didn't know about it. You know, um, I'm sure somebody, I'm sure the military knew about it. Now it's two months later being released to the public that this had happened. Um, and missed the target by 24 or so feet. Well, he missed by 24 foot. Okay. Your average house Okay, so that'd be like I'm sitting in I'm sitting in the Detom Studios right now, right, in the old man cave, <laughs> and uh, that would be like me sitting here and it hitting in my living room. I think I think, even if it was just packed with a TNT, I think I would feel it, right? Not to mention how big this thing must have been to circle the Earth. I mean, that takes a little bit of fuel, hypersonic, you know. Uh, and if it's big enough to carry a nuclear payload, you know, you figure it's probably got to be about a 20 foot or bigger rocket, you know, to be able to maintain the fuel, the payload and whatever else. But my point is this, if, if I'm sitting here in the Detom studios and a rocket lands in my living room, 24 feet away, it's, well, it might even be further than 24 feet away. I'm probably going to feel it, Right. Even if there's no explosives in that bitch, I'm, I'm probably going to feel it. Now, imagine that thing has a nuclear warhead on it. Okay, it doesn't matter that it didn't hit me here, but it hit 24 feet over there. Uh, I don't think so. Because not only will I feel it 24 feet away, but this whole neighborhood, this whole city, and probably a portion of Florida <laughs> will feel it. So, let's not downplay it that it missed its target by 24 feet. But let's uh, celebrate the fact that it didn't have a nuclear warhead on it. And once again, this is China playing its little reindeer games. Now, granted, this was prior to Biden's fuckery in Afghanistan. But is it not coincidental that since then, all this is starting to come out? You got uh, North Korea. <laughs> I saw videos of them. Uh, it was just kind of hysterical, actually, to watch the videos. But smashing... <laughs> bricks on the it was basically like a circus trick or like a taekwondo class so to speak you know where they're smashing boards and they're smashing bricks and uh you know whatever okay ha 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 it, they're trying to show how tough they are okay i'll say this about that whether the bricks are real or not or i don't know i guarantee you some of these damn snowflake motherfuckers we got running around here wouldn't be able to take a brick across the head or smash a brick or even a board without all my hand, you know, crying about it. Just saying, all these countries that we were kind of, China wasn't fucking with us a whole lot when Trump was around because they didn't know what he was, what he was going to do, okay? 
we actually, I mean, shit, uh, Trump wouldn't shook damn, uh, damn, I can't, a little rocket man. What the hell is his name? Anyway, North Korea's president, right? I mean, it seemed like things were kind of calmed down. As much as when he was running for president and Hillary was thinking, you know, telling everybody we're going to go into nuclear war, that um, it was more of a peace through, like a scare tactic. You know, people didn't know what Trump was up to. And when I say people, I'm talking about these other countries, that he didn't really have to flex a whole lot because he talked a big enough game that people were like, cool. Biden hasn't in the nine, dude, this guy's only been president nine months. In the nine months this, this guy's been president, he is nothing but weak, okay? And maybe it has to do with his health. Who's to say? I don't know. But I found this interesting. I, I came across this story this morning. And um, this was the other day. Um, reporter at the White House asked Jen Psaki, this question, and we're going to play it right now. Um, and another thing we keep asking about, the president's physical. Last month, you said it would be soon. We're now in October. Do you have any update, and why is it taking so long? Is the president just very busy? Does he, you know, not He is very busy, uh, but, it, but it is Napping. standard for every president to get a physical. He will get a physical, too. When, when he gets a physical, we will make all of that information available to all of you. Thanks, okay, thanks, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, everyone. And just like Uncle Joe, she bounces as quickly as possible. Um, what I found interesting about that, so the reporter asks about his physical last month, okay? We don't have a report of said, of said physical, which means he probably didn't get the physical, I'm guessing. But even if he did get the physical or if he's getting it this month, or if he's getting it next month. If he was elected in November of last year, okay, number one, <laughs> I, I don't know how all this works, but he is the oldest president ever, right? So <laughs> this, is, this is what I found interesting. So he's turned 79 in uh, November, okay? He is four years older than Bill Clinton. Hey, how's it going, guys? He is four years older than Bill Clinton, who current, well, I think just got out this, this morning, but has been in the hospital for the last couple of days, right, with sepsis or VD or, I don't know, whatever he had. But <laughs> they did make sure to say it was non-COVID-related. But, um, so I'm reading this story. Biden will will undergo a physical examination soon, but no specific date. So the reporter asked uh, Saki about um, his physical last month. So obviously this is a, this story was wrote on the set uh, today. This was published today. So uh, hasn't happened yet, right? So she says, you know, the clip I just played. Um, so... You know, he's he's turned 79 on November 20th. He's the oldest man to ever serve in the Oval Office. And she's he will. He will get his physical soon. My question is this. Okay, the election was November 6th. He won. He didn't won. It was rigged. It wasn't rigged. I don't care about that shit. It is what it is. He, for lack of a better, for lack of better proof, I guess, he is our president, unfortunately, and he garnered 81 million votes, the most popular old man in the world whose approval rate is under 40 or around 40%. But mind you, he's popular. <laughs> I think a lot of people are having buyer's remorse, but nonetheless. Uh, why in the hell on November 7th or 8th or December 1st or whatever, or whenever, when was it that they... Uh, they solidified. Was it like the, the beginning of January? Well, I guess January 6th, right? Because that's when all the bullshit happened, right? So why wouldn't he, why wasn't his physical done then or before then? Or, you know, why, why 10 months after he's been president? Doesn't make any damn sense. We, we know for a fact that he ain't right, right? Whether he's physically fit, I guess that remains to be seen. 
I would assume with all the ice cream he eats, his cholesterol might not be the best. But um, nonetheless, his mental state, his cognitive ability is subpar at best. And that's on a good day. That's when they pump him full of enough Adderall to get him through the fucking day. You know, in the clip there, she's like, oh, he's busy. Busy doing the fuck what? Half the half of the week, he puts a lid on shit by three in the afternoon. He might do one or two, you know, pressers a week. And God only knows what kind of shit you got to pump into a system just to get him through that. I'm wondering if... <laughs> talked about this uh, uh, last, last week before it was recent it was the last couple shows we talked about this where I was talking about the 25th amendment and this was when the generals were testifying about Afghanistan and whatever and they were talking about how and we told Biden that we need to keep people there and he was on his own thing basically referring to his cognitive ability <sighs> my question is this I, I, and I and I could be wrong in the sense that I would assume that every president prior has had their physical before taking office. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm I'm going to assume I'm right, and we're going to go with that. So, because uh, I I would think it's just like any other job. You know, the job I worked before before I uh, was employed at this place, I had to have a physical, right? And I was. A lot younger than I am now, and I'm and I'm a lot younger than damn Biden is. <laughs> so, not to mention the fact that every couple of years we have to have a physical for our job to make sure we're still capable physically of doing our job. Now, his physical, physically, I mean, he's able to walk and stand up and whatever. So, I mean, as far as a a physical in that sense, he's fine. But I think when it comes to being a president of the United States, the most powerful man in the, in the world, that it's not about a physical, I can lift 10 pounds, or I can squat, I can bend over, I can do whatever. I can see uh, my vision is 2020. It's not about that because we know that's not true. That's the whole reason he's got the damn White House set across the street from the White House because they got to have a fucking movie screen in there just so he can read the teleprompter. And that's truth. That's not, you know, Don Q innuendo. That's that's truth. <laughs> and anyway, is this a prelude to the 25th Amendment is where I'm getting with this. Do we do we have the physical of, of Joseph R. McGillicuddy Biden, right? And it comes come to find out, oh shit, he's got uh, you know, early set dementia. He's got Alzheimer's, he's got whatever. Maybe it's time for him to not be president anymore. Hmm. Maybe that's why you haven't seen Kamala a whole lot. You know, and that's something else I was thinking about is Kamala. Everyone's like, where's Kamala at? Where's Kamala at? You know, I don't hold a lot of credence on where she is or where she isn't for the fact that in the history of presidents, you know, in the time that I've really been paying attention, uh, you know, as to what presidents and vice presidents do or don't do, you... you you don't see a lot of vice presidents. They usually are the ones doing the bullshit work, you know. So the fact that we don't see her that much, I don't really give a shit because um, I'm sure we're going to see a lot more of her sooner than we want to. It's a situation of uh, jumping out of the frying pan into the fire, you know, Biden being the frying pan, Kamala being the fryer. Um, so I don't, I don't hold much credence. I think... I think it's a lot of situations. I've heard this on different podcasts and on Twitter where there's two camps. You have the Biden camp and the Kamala camp. It's not the Biden-Harris or like Joe likes to call it the Harris-Biden administration. It's uh, the Biden administration and the Harris administration. And uh, I, I read where Kamala, the Harris administration, the Harris portion, they, they consider, they talk about Joe as being the Titanic. So I think they try to distance themselves from him as much as possible for the fact that I would say, I, I don't know. I know me and Chris talked about this early in the year that I mean, his, his, his quote was July of this past year. Obviously, that didn't happen. But I would say it's very likely within the next six months that Joe's not president anymore. And it's not that I think anything's bad going to happen to him physically or you know anything like that. I think it's more of a situation once this physical goes through. And, uh, you know, if they don't want him to be president anymore, that's going to be what does it, is the physical. 
So we'll have to see. I think now that it's becoming more of an issue, more of a pressing matter, and that people are uh, talking about it, that it could be much, uh, much bigger deal here to come, especially as things are not looking any better from a standpoint of the supply chain, uh, his infrastructure bills kind of flailing. Um, he's falling apart. World's falling apart. So why not blame the old man, get him out of there? I don't know that Kamala's going to do any better. Um, I would probably say more than likely she won't, but God can only help us. And uh, I've said this before. I'll say it again, and I'll say it then on the next show, and I'll say it on the show after that, guys. If you're not preparing for what may or may not come, you're wrong, okay? I'm not saying go make a mad dash to the grocery store to Walmart and load up the buggies and go crazy. I'm just saying that if you're going to buy some canned foods in which you would normally buy at any other point of, of the week on your weekly grocery shopping trips, maybe grab a couple of extra. Maybe, you know, I told you guys on the last show, I told you about turkeys, that, I, that I'd heard rumors of a turkey shortage. And we're rolling into Thanksgiving, right? So I was at the grocery store the other day with the wife, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to grab a, I'm gonna go ahead and grab a turkey. And she's like, why? They're not on sale. Babe, it's not about them being on sale. It's about them being here, period, right? So we go to, <laughs> to the turkey section. Guess what they did not have? turkeys now is it a situation where grocery stores are holding back the turkeys in their freezers in the back room because of they know there's going to be a shortage that could be i don't know but um even if that is the case guarantee you as soon as you see them guys i'm telling you now as soon as you see them if you plan on cooking a turkey or deep frying a turkey you know we're probably going to do two for thanksgiving um you might, as soon as you see them, you might want to grab them. If you, if you got the extra money to go ahead and buy them, don't worry about waiting for them to go on sale because, number one, they probably won't go on sale. And, uh, and they're going to be scarce. So if you have the room, you might want to buy some stuff now, whether it be turkey, some meat, poultry, canned foods, whatever the case may be. And that's all I'm going to say on that until the next show because I will talk about it again. My goal here is to help you guys get ready for as much of whatever may happen. I think buying some stuff, extra stuff, isn't going to kill you because you're just going to have it. If you eat it anyway, what does it matter? Anyway, I'm not saying go out and buy uh, MREs and powdered milk and all that bullshit. You know, you hear other podcasts where they have different um, sponsors that do emergency foods and stuff like that. I mean, if you have the means and you have the money and you want to buy that stuff, by all means, go ahead and do it. But if you have the room... If you have an extra pantry in your house, if you have some, you know, whatever the case may be, you might as well buy something that you're going to eat. Canned vegetables, hell, raviolis. Uh, <laughs> I got a bunch of Chef Boardy tuna fish, uh, stuff to make the tuna fish. Because all that stuff has a year, two year dates on it. You know, it's not like it's going to go bad anytime soon. And, and I eat tuna fish. I eat that stuff. It's going to get eaten. It's not a big deal. Chances are I buy emergency prep food of powdered... Uh, mac and cheese and whatever, it's not going to get eaten. Unless the shit hits the fan, it's not going to get eaten. So, anyway, enough about that. On to our last main topic of the day, and it's going to be our COVID session. So, I'm going to premise before I start talking about this. Uh, YouTube, you guys that are watching this video and judging me and looking at me crazy, uh, I'm not going to say anything about the vaccines or taking the vaccines or not taking the vaccines. I will say this, and I say this every time. If you want to take the vaccine, please go talk to your doctor, talk to a medical professional. Let that person decide what's right for you. And if you want to take the vaccine, by all means, go ahead and do so. If you don't, by all means, please don't. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm worried about me and my family, and that's all that matters. Anyway, so question is about vaccines now <laughs> came across this article this is from americanliberator.com this article will be in the blog on the website don't tread on america.com <laughs> so uh go to the website if you want to read this i'm not going to read this word for word because it is it is a very long article but what caught my attention was the well the title 
of, of this article is the secret goal of medical fascism, a final end to freedom as COVID-19 policies marches society towards universal slavery. That's kind of a scary, scary title. In my opinion, I read that. I was like, what the fuck is this? Right. So American citizens are not contrary to popular opinion are not federal property. So why does the federal government think they can dictate what they want us to do with our bodies? Right. So it's a very good article. Okay. And I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version. I'm going to give you the Don Q Cliff Notes version because, like I said, if you want to read the article, please go to the website, don'ttreadonamerica.com. And the article is there. I put the link on the blog section, so you just have to scroll down to blog and uh, check it out. I'll probably even go ahead and put the link on the uh, YouTube and um, the uh, podcast apps if I can if I can figure that out. But like I said, if nothing else, go to the um, to the uh, website and it'll be there. All right. So basically, it's an overview of the world as it was in the 1930s, late 30s, early 40s, and I'm what I'm referring to as World War II. So the left has been um, consistent for hundreds of years, and uh, that they were and are returning to being pro-slavery. Okay. Now, we know back in, um, excuse me, I'm having a little headphone situation here. Anyway, <laughs> back in the 1800s, well, I mean, obviously when the country first started, but especially in the 1800s, um, slavery was big in the South. Most of your your uh, your uh, politicians were, were Democrats, and most of those people owned farms, owned tobacco farms and uh, cotton farms and whatever, and that's they used slavery to make money, essentially, right? The oppression we're suffering today is a result of that consistency. Don't believe me? Watch as they unfold their philosophy of universal slavery through medical tyranny of man- mandatory vaccinations. It's what it, what it's saying is is how back in uh, obviously back in the day they used slavery to make money from a sense of picking tobacco, picking cotton, whatever other crops. Hey, you know whatever they they grew back in those days. And they used slavery, which was essentially free, right? I mean, you 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 might have fed the slaves, and you might have had, they had some kind of clothing. I mean, they weren't like treated the best. We know that as 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 fact. But it was a way for them to make money. Um, and then it it goes into um, Nazi Germany and how um. So there was a gentleman. His name is George. Ugh. Fitzhu, right? So uh, he's he was an ido- <laughs> ideological heir. So that would be similar to the today's left. So he was leading pro-slavery intellectual who spoke for many of the southern plantation owners. Uh, I'm sorry, I said Nazi Germany. This was back in 1800s. Um, it is a duty of society to protect the weak, said uh, George, a predominantly post-slavery Democrat. He added, but protection cannot be efficient without the power of control. Therefore, it is the duty of society to enslave the weak. Okay, so obviously back then, he was referring to, you know, the black man as being the weak race and, and made it easier for them to slave, right? Now it, it, it has nothing to do with, with race necessarily. It's about the, the race would be the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated, right? Which oddly enough, I think last I saw, uh, I told you guys, 65% of African Americans were not vaccinated. Okay, so oddly enough, it kind of falls in those same guys, right? So you wouldn't be wrong if you thought Fitzburg's Fitzhugh's statement sounded. Now, why do I get to use these big words, man? I'm a Southern boy. I don't know. Asterically. <laughs> How about we skip that? It sounded similar to the speech Biden gave on the vaccine mandate. After all, Biden did mention the mandate isn't about freedom or personal choice, but rather it's about protecting yourself and those around you. And it goes on to say how this Fitzhugh's racist white supremacy was based on today's fraudulent critical race theory. You should know that Fitzhugh also believed that the white race is the best and true slave race. And, you know, 
I'm reading it how it says. You heard it right, right? Is the, This guy was the secretary of slavery, declared that the best race of slaves made up of white people like himself. The equivalent advocacy of slavery with COVID tyranny. So Fitzhugh went on to condemn, condemn the toppling of European monarchies by stating how liberated people's Implementation of the Free Society of Europe of mur murderous failures. Curious, curious, isn't it how Fitzhugh narrative sounds just like today's COVID-obsessed Democrats' view of restriction-free Florida? So the COVID-obsessed uh, tyrants truly believe that Governor Death Santis, as they call him, uh, reigns over a murderous failure of free Florida. To understand the tyrannical left um, neurosis, Watch this ad. So this is the ad. I played it a couple weeks ago. And uh, I'll, I'll give you a little, little thing about it. If you recall, it was the... Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of your cabin crew, we'd like to inform you that we have officially entered Florida airspace. Now that we're making our final descent, please watch this short message from Governor Ron DeSantis on COVID-19. Thereafter... Everyone on board will be required to comply with the state's forever. This is the this is the ad where uh, I said we it sounded more like a political campaign. Vaccine passports in the state of Florida. We trust people to make their own decisions in this state. We are not going to be bludgeoning people with restrictions and mandates. That's scary, scary music behind it. To me, it sounds like all good As stuff. So I'm not going to play the whole thing, but because I, I played that a couple weeks ago on the show. Um, I'm going to go ahead and retweet it and, um, uh, and you guys will thank me later. No. <laughs> but, um, so it's, it's a similar situation where here's a gentleman doing all the right things in Florida. Our numbers are way down now because like I told you a couple weeks ago, it, you know, a month ago it was hot as shit in Florida over the summer. It's hot. People stay inside, get in the air, da, da, da. starting to cool down. People are getting outside more numbers are going down. Okay, and sooner or later, not that I'm wishing bad things on on other people, but guaranteed up north and in these northern states, you're going to start seeing the numbers rise. And then how are they going to blame DeSantis for that? But the article goes on to talk about how um, celebrities uh, like, oddly enough, Republican Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger right, and dipshit Howard Stern go on to just constantly attack and how they attack uh, What's Joe Rogan, you know, was attacked for taking ivermectin and saying it was horse dewormer. Oddly enough, he had, uh, what's the name, Sanjay Gupta, Gupta, whatever, from CNN, the medical guy, and actually got him to admit that CNN lied. I had an interesting conversation with one of our listeners um, that I know personally, and he was telling me, because um, he listens to Rogan a lot, um, you know, I said, well, I was kind of weird that he had this guy on. I said, surely CNN had to approve that or, or he's more likely going to get fired, you know, I would think. And uh, and I didn't know this, but and I don't know this to be fact or not, but he had said that uh, Rogan was trying, maybe thinking about suing CNN for saying what they said. And then maybe that was their uh, payoff is have this guy on there kind of take the bullet, so to speak, for CNN. And, uh, and then there was all sorts of shit came out on Twitter after that thing about... Sanjay Gupta or whatever his name is was afraid he was going to get his ass beat by Rogan and all this. It's like, Jesus Christ, people, did you just let fucking shit go? You know, anyway, I'm not going to go ahead and go through this whole article because like it's a it's a good it's a good read. It goes on to talk about Howard Stern calling people imbeciles. It goes on to talk about uh, Tucker Carlson and whether he is or he isn't uh, vaccinated. And, you know, there was a whole thing last week about that. Uh, and Tucker Carlson's being anti-vaccine, um, and it's odd because surely he's vaccinated because Fox has a a vaccine mandate. Well, oddly enough, they don't, evidently, because then he came out and said that they don't. Uh, I was listening to Tim Pool the other day, and he had mentioned that that Fox did, whether he knows that or not. I, Tucker saying they don't. He works for Fox. Uh, Tim Pool brought it up in the sense that well, maybe he doesn't work for Fox in a sense that we work, you know, if you work for a company now, you work for a said company. But if you're a contractor and you work for a company, you're technically self-employed. So I don't know if it's a situation like that where uh, Tucker works for Tucker 
and his show just happens to be on Fox. I don't know. Whatever. I think Tucker, whether he's vaccinated or not, it doesn't matter. Most of the people on Fox are vaccinated. A lot of the podcasts that <laughs> that I listen to, those people are vaccinated. It's not necessarily about the vaccine per se. You have some people that are totally against this particular vaccine for medical or not even for medical reasons, but for religious reasons. I mean, we know for a fact now that stem cells were used in the research of this vaccine. We know this, right? Pfizer, it was leaked out through Project Veritas. That gives you an out right there for a religious exemption if you're against abortion, which a lot of people are. Now, with that being said, there's a lot of people that are against abortion that probably got the vaccine because they feel safer. So be it. It doesn't matter. What their problem is isn't necessarily about the vaccine. It's about the mandates. It's about the forcing. I wanted to bring this up on the last show because we were talking about vaccines and mandates. In the 32-plus years that I've been eligible to work a job, and I've worked a job since I was 16, okay, never once, never once have I filled out an application or been on a job interview or once I was hired at a company or whatever job that I have to fill out on a form saying that I was vaccinated, Okay, so you hear all this stuff. Oh, you're an anti-vaxxer. You, you don't want to get the COVID because you're anti-vaxxer. Okay, well, uh, I'm pretty, pretty sure ever since I was a baby, I've had the polio vaccine and the measles vaccine and the rubella and whatever other vaccines I'm supposed to have. I had my tuberculosis shots and I had to, you know, whatever fucking shots I was supposed to have to go to school. I'm pretty sure. And I understand those vaccines because... They were trialed, proven to work over a number of years. Not number of months, number of years, right? So I don't particularly have a, you know, anything against those vaccines. Now, you do have people that are staunch anti-vaxxers that won't get any vaccines. Once again, to each his own, okay? But... When it comes to this vaccine, or even those vaccines, even polio and all those other vaccines, like I said, when I was an adult, or when I was 16 for that matter, and I got my first job, I worked at Albertsons bagging groceries, right? I don't recall, even as a minor, working my first job, that I had to fill out on the application, or once I was hired, or whatever, that I was vaccinated against polio, or against measles, against rubella, against whatever other shots I was supposed to have. I don't remember filling that out. And as I got older, I still don't recall ever filling any of that stuff out. So why this vaccine? What, is polio not bad? Is measles not going to kill people? You know, said it before, I'll say it again. We don't stop people from smoking cigarettes. That's deadly for them and for me. Okay? If people choose not to get these vaccines, guys, leave them the fuck alone. Because you told us that if you get the vaccine, you're going to be safe. Okay, well, you got the vaccine. You're safe. I've had COVID. I'm probably more healthy than you are. That's it about that. Because I really want to keep these videos rolling on uh, <laughs> on the old YouTube. And I'm afraid if I keep keep saying the things I'm saying, that you know either it's going to get muted or it's going to... Uh, it's going to, uh, I'll get kicked off of YouTube before I can actually start making money on this thing. But anyway, on to our last and most meaningful subject of the day. Wow! I feel good. That's right. It's going to be our segment. We're going to do this every show. I'm trying to find a, a feel good story of the day, so we're going to hit it. And this story is brought to you by smoothmyballs.com. Backslash D Tom, get 20% off on all their razors and razor accessories. Check them out, guys. Tell them Don Q sent you. On to our story. So, <laughs> oddly enough, in this day and age, it's kind of hard to find uh, feel good stories, you know? So, <laughs> I'm trying to find them. This was five days ago. So, uh, this is a gentleman. His name Tony Garcia. Okay. So, he writes this on Facebook. This was a few days ago. 
It takes much more courage and strength to be a loving, caring person than it does to vandalize a bathroom. So he wrote this on his personal Facebook. So he considers himself an old retired teacher who knows not of certain things. More than 100,000 people on Facebook, he has a message worth sharing. In this post, now gone viral, Garcia wrote, he doesn't understand influencers, YouTubers, and TikTokers. And I don't understand them either, Tony. So, you know, we'll keep on trucking, right? But wants to present another challenge of old school lessons. The most important among them is to be good and kind human being. And that is very lacking in this world today for certain. How about you make that go viral? What say we get a million views of you doing something decent and humane and simply beautiful, Garcia wrote on Facebook. Garcia is an author and former teacher from Fort Collins, Colorado. He was prompted to his pen this post, uh, he told Fox News, after speaking with a friend he had once taught with. She told me of our school, I guess the school he had taught at, was vandalized. The next day, my brother told me um, his school had also been vandalized as a result of a TikTok devious licks challenge. So he saw a challenge for October was to smack a teacher and simply I could not be silent anymore. Slap a teacher comes in the wake of students vandalizing school property as a part of a devious licks challenge in which kids film themselves destroying and stealing school property, later share the footage to TikTok. TikTok previously told Fox that such challenges violates its, its policy and I aggressive, and it aggressively removed such content. Um, content related to slap a teacher was not found on TikTok and devious licks fa- uh, videos have been removed from the platform. So it is an interesting situation. You have an older gentleman who doesn't grasp the concept of YouTubers and TikTokers and you know Instagram influencers and 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 I get it. I I don't gra- I mean I understand the concept because if you're big on Instagram, let's say, and you've got a million followers, well, you could literally do nothing but post pictures, have however many followers, and once you hit a certain level, they start paying you for that, even though you didn't do anything other than put some pictures out there, okay? You see people like myself and others that do stuff on um, YouTube and on uh, Rumble, uh, and you know I have stuff on Facebook and Twitter and and you can get monetized for that. So why not? If I'm going to do a part-time podcast, I'm going to do two, three, four shows a week, and I'm going to record them. If I can have interesting enough topics, I get it. Okay? I'm not saying I'm going to make a living. I'm not going to be, a, you know, I don't know, Kim Kardashian or whatever and make millions of dollars being a, an influencer. I get it. My ass is nowhere near as fat. <laughs> But what he's saying is maybe instead of the bullshit, stupid challenges, we um, we uh, have a, a feel-good challenge. Maybe on TikTok, instead of vandalizing the school or smacking a teacher, maybe uh, help an old lady cross the street, you know, not to be cheesy. Or better yet, mow, mow someone's yard. I, but I think the, the biggest challenge is, is self-glorification. Um, like, like, I understand where he's coming from. But realistically, the best deeds done are those that go unnoticed, right? So how about that for today's final thought in good deeds? You know, what was it, uh, Bruce Almighty or the second one, I think it was, where uh, God, you know, uh, re- uh, what the hell's his name? Morgan Freeman uh, was going to have the, uh, shit, I can't, Steve Carell, build the ark, right? Well, the ark, you know, we know the ark is Noah's ark, blah, blah, blah. But it was it was the letters A R K and uh, random act of kindness or uh, something like that. Act of random kindness, I think, is how it was how it was broke down. So maybe that's how we need to leave the show today, in the sense of instead of worrying about influencing others, we influence others by doing good things, godly things, and be be good to each other as best as possible. And quit just, whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated, who gives a shit? You know? <laughs> if you believe in God, you're, you're going to be fine. Okay? I'll say, said it before, I'll say it again, I'll keep saying it. Do the right things for yourself. Do the right things for your people, for your family, for your friends. Get healthy. Eat healthy. Work out, whether you 
you can't afford a gym membership, you can afford to walk. Go for a walk. You know, it's nice outside. Get some exercise. Do good things, and good things will be done for you. Okay? I'm going to close it out with that. Uh, don't forget to check out the website, don'ttreadonamerica.com. There'll be the link to the article about the uh, mandates, and all the social media links are on there. Um, but please check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Don't Tread on America, on Twitter at DTOM underscore 1775, and on YouTube. Click the link um, on the bottom of the podcast if you want to see this beautiful face. And if you don't, then just check out the podcast. If you listen to us on Apple, give me a five star. And please share this with your friends, guys. Let's just keep this train rolling. Keep the trucks a moving and keep everything a grooving. And we'll be doing good. And on that note, it is October 17, 2021. Guys, you have a great day. And I will talk to you on Wednesday. See you later.